Scriptures and Exhortations Matthew fourteen twenty two through 31 And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is the Spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And Jesus said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? Peter started walking on water at the word of Jesus. But he took his eyes off the word of Jesus and looked at the circumstances, and then he began to sink. And that is the way it is with faith. As long as you hear from God and do what he says, You're fine. But the minute you start looking at the circumstances, you're likely to leave the Word of God and sink. So you must not look at the circumstances. Keep your eyes firmly on what God has said to you. In January 2024, the people in our little church group began sharing daily on our blog. Here are the scriptures and some of the exhortations that have been shared so far. Psalm 23, 1. The Lord, the Word, 
is my shepherd. I shall not want. Definition of shepherd in the dictionary. One who takes care of the sheep. A provider of food, water, safety. And moves the sheep from one place to another. Hebrews 13, 5. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. God is there to help us, to show us what really needs to be done, what order to do things, and how to do those things. Matthew chapter 18, verses 3 and 4. Verily I, Jesus, say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. First John chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Thoughts come to our mind. They can be from God, they can be from devils, or they can be from our own fleshly desires. We want to follow the thoughts that are from God. The Apostle John says, verse 2, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. What I do is simply say to that spirit, do you confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh? And when it is not of God, I will hear in my mind, no. It actually brings that to my mind. If it is of God, I will hear Yes, a spirit brings thoughts to our mind. You can't see that spirit. It's just a thought that comes into your mind. John tells us to try every thought. Try the spirits to see whether that spirit is from God. Can we speak to spirits? I said that to God one time, and he said to me, God is the spirit, 
and you speak to God. I don't want to have conversations with spirits, but I am learning to just simply say, do you confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh? Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. 1 Corinthians 14, 33 God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. So, if we are in confusion, we know the thought that brought the confusion is not of God. 2 Corinthians 10.5 Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Taking thoughts captive. What is the source of that thought? John tells us, try the spirits, whether they are of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. The spirits that answer yes are of God. The spirits that answer no are not of God. I have tried the spirits many times this way by just simply saying, do you confess Jesus Christ is come in the flesh? And brought to my mind immediately is either yes or no. It takes faith, of course, to do that. Another way you can try the spirits is, did that thought bring something opposite to what God has told you? And if it was opposite to a previous instruction which God told you, then you know it's of the devil. I did business with a man recently who installed sound equipment in my car. When I met him, I was nervous about him because his body was covered with tattoos. But when I got the car back, it was excellent work. He even built a rack and attached it to the inside of the top of the trunk to free all of the trunk space. He put the amplifiers on that rack. When I opened the trunk, I couldn't even find the amplifiers. I was looking for them to be on the floor. 
but he had braced them on the trunk. Excellent work. When I went down to his shop to thank him, I gave him a substantial tip, at least for me, a $100 bill. When I got home, the thought came, that man that installed that sound equipment knows where you live. He is going to come to your house and break into your house because you gave him that $100 bill and he knows you have money. You better go and get some bullets for your gun. Is that a warning from God or is that a devil trying to torment me? Well, I know God does not want me to go get bullets for my gun. For a few years ago, I accidentally killed a bird. And from that time on, I took the bullets out of my gun and threw them away. I had that gun because a deputy sheriff who was a customer of mine with my business gave me this gun so I could take it out into the reservations to buy jewelry because when I went out there, I had cash to pay the Indians for the jewelry and I was often alone in my car out in the middle of New Mexico and he wanted me to have protection. I no longer go out to the reservations. I no longer have the business. When I killed that bird accidentally, I didn't want to ever kill anything again, so I threw the bullets away. I did not throw the gun away, but I threw the bullets away. So I knew that was not God bringing me that thought. Sometimes God does warn us. In 1982, I was on radio. God had given me some corrections for the church. He had also warned me about some big-time ministers and sins they were committing. When I could not get a message to these ministers, God showed me, put it on your radio broadcast from coast to coast. Church people who were followers of those ministers got furious with me. In the night, God gave me a dream showing me I was in danger. And at the end of the dream, he said to me, Don't go until you see Exodus 15. I canceled every meeting that was on my calendar for 1982. Was that warning from God? I certainly believed it was, although I didn't know enough at that time to try the spirits. But God had been very specific in what I was to say 
on radio when I had said it. And there was basically an uproar from the church members who were followers of those ministers. Certainly God can warn us by dreams. Matthew chapter 2. Look at verse 12. The wise men came to the baby Jesus to bring him gifts. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, who wanted them to go find Jesus and return to him, they departed into their own country another way. Herod wanted to kill Jesus. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. And be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, when Joseph arose, he took the young child and his mother by night. He did just exactly what the angel told him to do, flee. By night he took the young child, Jesus, and his mother and departed into Egypt and was there unto the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. When Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. There can be warnings from God that might bring you fear because you are in danger. Most of the time, fear is authored by the devil. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So when that fear comes, you've got to find out where's the source of the fear. Is it from God or is it from the devil? But basically, God has not given us a spirit of fear. And fear is usually from the devil. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. When you are confused and your mind is not stable, that is because you're dealing in envy and strife, James 3, 17. 
So fear is usually from a devil. Proverbs 3, verse 6. In all thy ways acknowledge him, acknowledge God, and he shall direct thy path. I suggest you take your dictionary and look up that word acknowledge. How do I do that? Acknowledge God. Matthew 5.10 Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The following is God's instruction for every member of the body of Christ, not just for ministers, but for every member of the body of Christ. Hebrews 3.13 Exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Exhort one another daily. Hebrews 10.25 Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves to gather, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day of the Lord approaching. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. Exhort means to urge earnestly by advice and warning. I will suggest that you look up the word exhort. Psalm 107 O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Tell other people when the opportunity arises. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gather them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in a wilderness in a solitary way, they found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works 
to the children of men. For he sanctifieth the longing soul, and filleth the hungry soul with goodness, such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor, and they fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and break their bands in thunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars in thunder. Fools, because of their transgression, and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. He sent his word and heal them, and deliver them from their destructions. Sometimes God will send you his word directly to your mind. And as you follow that word, you are delivered from the trap that you have gotten into. Other times he will send a human to deliver a warning or an exhortation to you. As you follow that exhortation from God through the human, God delivers you from your destructions. Because when you've gone into a way of destruction, also you've walked into darkness and you can't see what you're doing. So God will send someone to help you. Many times that has happened. Verse 21. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Several years ago, I was driving down the street, stopped at a signal light, and a pickup truck pulled in on the left lane. I was looking at the back of the pickup truck, and it had firewood in it. And I was thinking, oh, I wish... I had a wood-burning fireplace. I had gas logs in my house. 
Instantly, the Holy Spirit said to me, You can have that. I hadn't ever realized you could take out the gas logs and change the fireplace into wood burning. The gas line was there. Put a log lighter in it to help you. Order firewood. Buy fireplace tools. Buy the proper grate to hold the wood. And you've got a wood-burning fireplace. So I did that. And I just loved the wood-burning fireplace. One of my bridge partners, I was playing bridge at that time, a Catholic woman, came over to my house and she said, Oh, this is wonderful what you've done. I said, well, really, I didn't do it. God told me I could do it, and so then I did it, and I explained what had happened. Later, I was at the Bridge Center, and she was talking to three other people. She said, oh, Joan just did something wonderful at her house, and she told that I had changed my fireplace from gas logs to wood burning. I said, well, but I didn't do that myself. God told me I could do it if I wanted to. And I did want to, and I explained the whole situation to them. Every one of those people in that group that I was talking to about this subject They attended church. I knew exactly where they went to church. Nobody wanted to hear about God. They wanted to praise me, but I did not allow that to happen. Verse 27 of Psalm 107. People in trouble, they reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man, and are at their wit's end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then they are glad, because they be quiet. So he bringeth them into their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turneth rivers into a wilderness, and the water springs into dry ground. A fruitful land to barrenness for the wickedness of them that dwell therein. He turneth the wilderness into a standing water and dry ground into water springs. And there he maketh the hungry to dwell, 
that they may prepare a city for habitation and sow the fields and plant vineyards which may yield fruits of increase. He blesseth them also so they are multiplied greatly and suffereth not their cattle to decrease. Again they are minished and brought low through oppression, affliction, and sorrows. God poureth contempt upon princes and causeth them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction and maketh him families like a flock. The righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Let's take one more example. Today, this was shared by a woman in our church group. Years ago, she and her husband been traveling quite a lot from one end of the East Coast to the other because their daughter was living in those places and they would go visit her. This woman became afraid concerning these trips on the highway. She prayed to God and asked if they were doing the right thing. She asked, what about these trips? She was concerned for their safety. She heard a scripture from Deuteronomy 28. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when Thou goest out. And she completely relaxed after that, knowing that God approved what they were doing and she was going the right direction. There is absolutely nothing like having the approval of God over your project. When you have the approval of God, You can go forward. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.